Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, welcome to Phase One Podcast. It's where we talk about amateur betting and uh, sports on stereo. My name is Tom Godwin. I'm here with my man, Kay. Uh, say what's up, Kay. What's up? What's up? How's it going, man? I'm good. How are you doing, man? I know you're a little Ohio State but Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little upset, you know what I mean? But, you know, that the best thing about that is that we got there. We got to the national championship. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations to Alabama Crimson Tide for beating us. But I mean, it is what it is, man. Like the game's over. We just gotta work on. We just gotta work on and move on for next year. You're definitely a way better person than me because I would have definitely been venting. I would have definitely been upset if that was Penn State. But you know, you Tommy, mean, you always got a positive outlook in things, man. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, when, when you play football and you, you lose games that's, like, really important, you kind of learn to, like, just, like, take it to the chin. You just be like, all right, you just got to move on to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to remember, like, yeah, like, wins wins and losses, they're going to they're gonna come and go. Like, you know what I mean? So. But um, today we are talking about uh, the divisional round. Um. Also, well, we're, we're, we're actually going to recap for the wild card, and then uh, we're going to um talk about a little bit of the divisional round. But um, Kay, how you how you feel like uh the wild card weekend? How you feel about it, man? All right, I guess Kay is reconnecting with us. I guess uh he's having a little difficulties with his service. Kay, are you here? the games except for the game. That's the one game I could really watch. But the, I said the one game that really stuck out to me was that Bill Colts game because the Colts almost had it and then Phillip just couldn't go to Yeah, case. Uh, so sorry about that, guys. Case having a little difficult technical difficulties, uh, with his uh connection right now. I'm think I think that he's had he's uh trying to find a, a better spot for it. So while he's doing that, what I'll, I'll just you know I'll talk about my recap for our for wild card weekend. You know, wild card weekend number one. It was um a lot of it was a lot of it is what we expected. Like, you know what I mean? Like a lot of a lot of things like I expected a lot of these wins I expected to happen except for Seattle and uh Seattle and Los Angeles. But a lot of these games I expected uh the outcome to be uh, some of these games are actually um a lot of games a uh, stars were born. Um a lot of games really showed the toughness of, of a team and like I just kind of feel like this this um this upcoming division round is gonna be very interesting because I feel like all teams are coming in hot. So um, before we get on, I just want to make sure care is everything good. Are you ready to go? Yeah, I'm back. Can you... uh, uh, say it again. Let me see. Uh, yeah, I can yeah. hear you. I can, I can hear you pretty good now. Yep. Okay. So, um, we're talking uh, talking about Wild Card Weekend. We're talking about uh, so what we're gonna do first is we're gonna go to the first game. The first game, which was on Saturday, at, I think 105, it was the Indianapolis Colts at Buffalo, where Buffalo became the victor of 27. To 24 against the Indianapolis Colts. Josh Allen, he was he led uh he led the game in all passing with 324 yards. Um John, uh, Jonathan Taylor had 78 yards, and the receiver leader for that game was Stefan Diggs. So what's your thoughts on that game? That game was a really good game to watch. Um the Colts gave a really good valid effort. They come back, unfortunately. 
they don't have a quarterback that can throw the ball deep. I mean, they did have one in Jacoby Brissett on the bench. I thought he was going to be able to come in and, you know, throw the Hail Mary. But overall, you know, Buffalo did their thing. I feel like Josh Allen made a lot of risky passes that he probably won't get away doing that against um, Baltimore's defense. But overall, it was a really fun game to watch. So kudos to Buffalo coming out on top. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I think that what needs to be said here is that, listen, um, the – like the – I feel like – the Buffalo Bills uh, offense played as they should. I feel like um, the Buffalo Bills defense, they needed to play a little bit better on the run game. I feel like they were able to stop. Uh, they were kind of able to stop Phillip Rivers in the passing game, but um, they really need to pick up on that run game. And I think, who did they play this week? I think they played they Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah, they played Baltimore. So that's going to be – you got Baltimore literally ran the ball all game against the Titans. So – and I feel like if they can isolate that run, if they can slow down that run game and put points on the board like they've been doing, you could definitely see Buffalo in the uh, AFC Championship game. Okay, so next we have the Los Angeles Rams versus Seattle Seahawks, where the Rams actually beat the Seattle Seahawks at home after their record at five and zero in the playoffs at home. They beat this uh, Seattle Seahawks twenty, I mean thirty to twenty. Uh, you know. Um, shout out to, you know, Jared Goff. He came in right after thumb surgery, probably like two weeks prior, and he was able to win, help them win. But shout out to Cam Akers. I think he was one of my people for the game ball, or, or I think, no, I think I had them not showing up. And he proved me wrong. He had 100 and I think he had 170-something yards total on purpose. And shout out to DK, DK Metcalf. Listen, in the loss, we get it. But the man showed up. A lot of people – had him under 60 yards on their bet and on player props where I had him over and he actually ended up getting, what, I think two touchdowns or one. I think he ended up got one or two touchdowns and he also got 96 yards. So shout out to him. Kay, what do you all say about that? Yeah, this game was actually surprising to me. I had Seattle winning this game. Um, like you said, shout out to Jared Goff, man, coming through. I think the the quarterback, what's his name, Wofford, had like a neck injury. And Goff, I mean, yeah, Jared Goff came through played well. Um, Seattle got – I think they already started making changes on the offensive side, like as far as the coordinators. I didn't like that game plan at all. Um, but we, we kind of knew, like, Seattle wasn't going to really go far because, you know, that defense was struggling all season, and it proved, proved this, like, during this, this game that we were right that Seattle defense wasn't going to show up. So we'll see what the Rams could do next week against Mr. Aaron Rodgers. But, you know, kudos to the Rams for doing their thing. Yeah, kudos to the Rams, man. Congratulations to them. Okay, moving on to the next game. We have <laughs> we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the Washington football team. Um, hey, listen, I'm not even uh listen, even though Tampa Bay won 31 to 23, Tom Brady had over 300 yards, uh Leonard Fournette had 93, and Mike Evans had hundred and Mike Evans, even with a messed up league, went off and had a hundred had a hundred yard game. So shout out to him. No, but uh, what I want to do is I'm gonna actually give a shout out to the quarterback for um uh the Washington football team. I can't remember his last name. I know it was like, I think Tyler Tyler Heineken. Uh, yeah, Tyler Heineken. Yo, listen, that man. Uh, don't be surprised if he leaves Washington. And he gets a deal somewhere else. Somewhere else. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, uh, so, so the way, the way he, he played in that playoff game was was really good, and I just I I, I gotta give him his props. Okay. Same thing. That's exactly where I was going to go. Tampa Bay is Tampa Bay. We know what they were going to do. But, I mean, I think Washington found a quarterback, man. I know it was one mm-hmm. postseason game. I mean, it was one postseason game. But if you could play in the postseason, you could play in the regular, regular season. I don't I know. Mean, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, Kay. You remember, no, you gotta remember they got Alex Smith, man. But Alex Smith is thinking about retiring, though. So, that's the thing. Like think you have no Dwayne Haskins. You got you got you got something again, Heineken. I don't know if he's like you said, he might not be able to be like it could be because there's no film on him. So it might have just been like, you know, it was no film. But I mean, you got you gotta make some decisions on the quarterback position because Alex Smith, I mean, great comeback player of the year, you know, story of the year, but he can't be he's not the long term solution in Washington. 
you know, Ron Rivera's there. Cam might not be a Patriot next year. Could that be a possible fit for him? Uh, for Washington, or do they look in the draft? So, a lot of questions for Washington. But you know, I, I'm excited for this Tampa Bay uh, Saints game. I think that that's going to be the game of the week for me. Weekend for me. Yeah, um, this is going to be the game for me as well. Um, I'll, especially because if people don't people don't really remember, but Tim, I mean, uh, we Tim, we got crushed. I mean, absolutely crushed by uh, um, the New Orleans Saints in prime time. So this is going. This is really going to mean a lot to us, especially um, just to see like how far we've come as a team. And uh, I feel like if we can, if we can really stop that Saints offense, I feel like we'll be fine. So moving on to the next game, um, this is the AFC side. We have the Baltimore Ravens versus the Tennessee Titans, where the Baltimore Ravens came out to uh, a 20-13 to 13 victory over the Tennessee Titans. Lamar Jackson, 179 yards, and he also had 136 yards on the ground. And uh, Marquise Brown, who also led the way with 109 yards receiving. Um, like I said, I've been saying this in my, my this podcast for a while since the playoffs even before started. The Baltimore Ravens are literally the Tennessee Titans of last year. And they proved it because they literally ran all over the Tennessee Titans. They they, they basically gave the Tennessee Titans a dose of their medicine and they they won. And shout out to um you know Lamar Jackson finally getting his first playoff win. So okay, what you gotta say about that? I've been saying, like I said, I've been saying this too. I like Baltimore as the underdog. I like when 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 they hungry and they backed against the wall, I think they perform. I think you know Buffalo should be really really concerned because you got a hungry Lamar Jackson, and you know he 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 got one playoff win. Now he's trying to go for two. Um, I could definitely see Baltimore in the AFC Championship game. So you know Jeff Green, if you're listening. You better tell them boys in Buffalo, Lamar coming. Right, Jeff, Jeff nervous because he keep texting me. He keep talking like, what do I think about this game? I'm like, I think Baltimore, you know, Baltimore, everybody keeps saying like, as far as the run, that's the issue. Like, but we, I remember Lamar could throw, but to just talk about this game, um, I like Baltimore. I like, I like, I like the aggression. You know, I'm for, I'm for the smoke. I like how they just stopped on the, uh, on the logo. I, I, I love that. <laughs> And you know, I think this is a this is gonna be a nice little rivalry brewing between them and Tennessee. But like like you said, like you know, we was on Baltimore bandwagon since since we even started this podcast. So, um, Baltimore did they think this week? Shout out to Baltimore Lamar and Hollywood Brown in the defense for showing up too. They made some plays in that game. Yeah, they definitely did make uh, make some plays in that game. So moving on to the AFC side, we had the Chicago Bears at the New Orleans Saints, where the New Orleans Saints won 20, 21 to nine. Uh, Drew Brees had two sixty-five. Alvin Kamara had only ninety-nine yards rushing. Was actually a pretty sh- was a shock. And uh, Deontay Harris had eighty-three yards for the Saints. So um, about this game, like you kind of you gotta look at it like this: the Saints didn't win by a lot. I, I noticed. I think they won by what eleven or twelve points. So. I mean, that's for a Saints team to be, like, one of the top teams in the, in the NFC. That's that's not really a lot to to showboat about, especially with the weapons they had. I mean, yeah, they won. But, I, like, I'm uh, who do they – they play Tampa Bay. I feel like – uh, I feel like we'll have a game plan to, like, slow them down. So, I, I feel like we're going to come out with the victory on this one. I just feel like the Saints – and I'm not even being biased. I just saw how the Saints played. And, I mean, if, you, if you're Drew Brees, if you're going to throw for 265, then the score should be, shouldn't be 21-9. It should be at least 38-9 or something like that. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, what you have to say about this one? Um, I, I think people are sleeping on Chicago's defense. I think Chicago had a really good defense this year. That didn't play up to expectations, but they were still really good. I think that's what challenged Drew Brees. I do, I do agree with you as far as you know. They 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 should have played better if you're going to be the number two team in the in the NFC. But you know, we, we just got to wait and see because th- this is a really good matchup here. The Saints and Tampa Bay, your team, 
Um, I can't wait for that one because we know that Tampa Bay blew – I mean, not Tampa Bay. New Orleans blew them out one Sunday, and then it was a pretty close game the second time around. Um, but I always tell people, and this is just from me playing basketball, it's hard to beat the team three times. So uh, we'll talk about that later when we get into the divisional picks. But just keep that in mind. It's really hard to beat it three times. You know that. I know that because we both play collegiate athletics. So it's hard to beat somebody three times. All right. So the next game we had, I felt like was like America's game of the week for everybody. was the Cleveland Browns at Pittsburgh where the Cleveland Browns, hey, all right, Pittsburgh did come back, but they were – the Cleveland Browns literally, in, in other ways, spanked the, the Pittsburgh Steelers. The, even though, listen, the score was 48-37. to 37. But the the Browns overall won the game. I mean, listen, Ben Roethlisberger threw for 500 yards. You know what I mean? But but still, I mean, the stats don't mean nothing when it comes to this game. I feel like, you know, the Browns took it personal, especially with Juju Smith-Schuster said. And we talked about that that was going to bite him in the butt, and it did. Now he's sitting on that couch. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I just – people must <laughs> love this couch, yo. Like, I don't know what it is. People must be loving this couch. But um, you know what Dan said though? Dan had said something funny on the chat. Dan was like, I gotta start cleaning the couch, you know, for COVID protocol because it's gonna get bigger and bigger every weekend. Listen, yo, <laughs> listen, Dan, if you listen, listen, we, we need to make our uh our COVID protocol, you know what I'm saying? We had to go to management <laughs> and COVID protocol because this couch is, is getting a, it's a lot of people in there, and you know, six feet apart and not looking so good right now. So, you know, we might have to make a <laughs> Make different rooms. We might have to cut down the couch a little bit, separate space. I don't know. Probably, probably, you know what I'm saying? Order a new one, you know what I'm saying, for more people. Because <laughs> this couch is getting, <laughs> it's getting mighty big. So, for, um, so now that we are, are going over, um, so now that we had the wild card, what we're going to do is, um, I'm going to give, I'm going to give, we're going to do another game ball for this time for, uh, you know, for the team, the player who you know who showed up for the wild card weekend, Aaron K. If your mama go first, so the first one was Indianapolis versus Indianapolis versus the uh, Buffalo Bills, and I'm gonna give mine to Stephon Diggs. I'm trying to tell you that is a bad man, 128 yards and a touchdown. You know, so like look out for him. I kind of feel like he right now, Stephon Diggs right now is the Devontae Smith. Of the NFL, it's just like he's hard to score. Like clearly, if y'all saw what Devontae Smith did to my Buckeyes, then y'all would know. Um, number two, uh, for the Los Angeles, for I'm gonna take, I'm gonna go to the Los Angeles versus um, Seattle game, and I'm gonna give it to Cam Akers. Cam Akers, he just continues to just prove prove me wrong. Like every time I'm scared to, to bet on Cam Akers, he just he does something magical. So I'm a, I'm going to go with Cam Akers for number two. Number three, I'm gonna stay with this game. I'm gonna go with my man DK Metcalf. A lot of people say he was gonna get locked up by Jalen Ramsey and those ran in that Rams defense, and my man ended up getting 96 yards. So and a, and a touchdown. So I'm a, I'm gonna give him with my third number. Uh, number four, I'm gonna go to number four. I'm gonna go to uh the Tampa Bay Washington football team. I was gonna give it to the Bull Tyler, but you know I'm a I'm a Bucks fan, so I got to give it to my cousin, you know, Chris Galway. You know, he had six catches. He had a couple of drops. He had a lot of drops. You know what I'm saying? But, he listen, he made it in the end zone for his first postseason touchdown. So, I'm going <laughs> to give it to Lil' Cuz. Congratulations on you. And number four, I'm giving it to the Cleveland Browns. All right, y'all. Listen, y'all. Listen, y'all make me happy. You know what I'm saying? Listen, y'all didn't get a chance to win the division, division but y'all took out the team that, that was hating on y'all the most. And now y'all got them. Y'all got him on a non-playoff couch, you know what I'm saying? On a stereo couch is what we call it, you know what I'm saying? So, that's my, uh, those are my five game balls. Uh, Kay, what are yours? Yeah, before I get out my game balls, I want to shout out everybody that's listening. That girl, Dez, shout out to you for the uh, reactions. Emily091, or Emily and 091, and then Shanice, shout out to y'all. If y'all not following that Sports on Stereo app, y'all might as well do that right now. Y'all can listen to all the good shows that's on it to a thousand followers. So shout out to everybody listening, man. So let me give y'all my game balls. My first game ball goes to Josh Allen. He had a hell of a day, man. He was 26 for 35, 324, two touchdowns. I, you know, I, I didn't think he was going to show up because I gave him, uh, what did we do last week? We did people that wasn't going to show up. He was one of people my that wasn't going. Yeah, we did also people that wasn't going to show up. And he showed up and do his thing. So shout out to Josh Allen. Uh, this game, I got to give my game ball to Jared Goff, man. 
I didn't even think Jared Goff was going to play. For him to come out and win this game, I got to give it to him. Uh, Jared Goff, you get one of my game balls. Uh, Buccaneers, uh, Tom Brady gets my game ball because everybody's waiting for Tom Brady to fall off the cliff. That man says he's not falling out any cliff anytime soon. So, shout out to Tom Brady. Uh, my next game ball goes to Lamar Jackson. Winning your first playoff game, man. Let them hate his hate and watch the money pile up. So, <laughs> shout out to Lamar for doing his thing. Uh, the Saints, my game ball goes to that defense for keeping Chicago to nine points. I mean, Chicago's a really bad offense, so that's not really much saying there. But shout out to them for keeping them to nine points. The lowest uh, playoff game score during that game. And then the Browns, I got to give mine to Baker Mayfield, man. His first playoff appearance, he went 24 for 34, 263, and a t- three touchdowns. So uh, can Baker do that next week? We'll wait and see. But those are my game balls. All right. So um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to focus on the four uh, divisional rounds. So what we're going to do is just going to do the, the NFC first, and then we're going to do the AFC so that way we get keep it in order. So for the AFC, for the NFC, the first game we have is at uh, is on Saturday at uh, four thirty five, and we have the Los Angeles Rams versus the uh, Green Bay. Kay, what you feel about this game? You know me, I gotta go Green Bay, man. I'm the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan on this app. Um, I just <laughs> think Green Bay's going. <laughs> Green Bay, come on, they're just the most talented team. We keep talking about it. We talk about it every week. Aaron Rodgers. Hey, what's his name? What's the receiver name? Uh, I was about to say Devontae, Devontae Smith. Devontae, no, Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Too many Devontae's, man, balling out. So, Devontae Adams. Man, Devontae Adams is a playmaker. I, I mean, I've heard people talk about, you know, you know more football than I do. So, I heard they're going to try to shadow Devontae Adams and make the other receivers beat him. But, come on, it's Aaron Rodgers. He's going to find a way. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is like LeBron James. Like, if you plug him anywhere in the NFL, he's going to make something happen. So, I'm rocking out with the uh, Packers in this game. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Packers in this game, too. Reason because I, I, I feel like that connection is unstoppable. Listen, you're going to have Jalen Ramsby on Devontae Adams, but he is going to create a lot of separation with him. Like, uh, and then if, hey, listen, you lock down Devontae Adams, you, go, you still have Sterling, you still have – those two tight ends, you have a bunch of weapons that Aaron Rodgers can look for, and you have – and the Packers have a – listen, I, I was watching um, Athlete with uh, with Chad Johnson and Brendan Marshall. It's actually a really good show to watch. A bunch of football players talking about football and life, and, and they usually have coaches on there. The one coach said that, listen, to, uh, a good a good running game and a sturdy defense will win you championships, and that is what the Green Bay Packers have. The Green Bay Packers have a – have a great running game. Those, listen, AJ Dillon, Adams, I mean Jones. Like, come on, that running game is legit. Andy, you got those other weapons, and then you have a sturdy defense. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I feel like, I, like a lot of times, the Rams really look to Cam Akers to really uh, carry the load, and they're gonna know who they're gonna they're gonna have Cam. They're gonna be ready for Cam Akers. So I'm definitely taking Green Bay on this one. So okay, so for the next hold on, bro. Before uh, you go any further, I'll be I'll be doing an in-game broadcast, me and Dan Rod for that game. So anybody want to listen to you know live commentary, me and Dan Rod doing that game. So I think that's a four forty-five game, if I'm not mistaken. So shout out to Dan Rod for inviting me to do a live commentary. This is my first one. So anybody listening, I'll be doing that on on, on Saturday. All right, shout out to Dan Rodriguez, man. Um. So the next AFC, the next NFC game we have will be on Sunday, uh, six forty versus Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. You already guys know, like I'm really biased about this one, so I'm definitely taking uh, Tampa Bay. I feel like uh, Tom, I feel like Tom Brady right now is going to outdoor Drew Brees. Drew Brees is that was Drew Brees. He, the, I, I get it. He's throwing for over two sixty, but I feel like that was kind of a shaky two sixty, and um, I feel. Like and listen, we get Devin, we get Devin White back. I feel like Devin White is gonna be able to match up with Alvin Kamara. And um, like I said, we owe them one. This is the revenge game for us because they embarrassed us on in prime time uh, a few like weeks ago. So just uh, I feel like we're gonna come out with the victory, even if it's by a field goal. Uh, I, I got to be winning. Chase Sam. Man, this is the game that like I've been telling people all week. 
man, my heart is saying the Saints. But if history, like I know history and I played sports before, it's really hard to beat a team three times in a row because eventually they'll figure you out. So I got to go Tampa Bay in this game. I know that girl does. You probably going to hate me because you hate Tom Brady. But it's really hard to beat a team three times in a row. And the Saints aren't really clicking on all cylinders like they're supposed to. Who knows? Maybe they figure it out against Tom Brady because they seem to have their number. But I just don't see them beating them three times. So I got to go Tampa Bay in this game. It pains right. me to kill that because I want to be against Tom so bad too. No, you're a good man. That's a, you're a good man. <laughs> don't worry. All right. So, so for um, now we're moving on to the AFC. AFC at, on Saturday at 8.15, we have the Baltimore Ravens which against the Buffalo Bills, which I kind of think is going to be the hard knock game of the week. You know what I'm saying? So um, I am – listen, Buff, uh, Baltimore is going to come to play. That defense is going to come to play. But like I said, y'all, Stefan Diggs is a bad man, and Josh Allen is slinging the ball, all right? He's slinging the ball, okay? Like Brett Favre slinging. <laughs> so if I, I – I mean, it's hard for – it's hard for people to really stop um, – it's really it's hard for people to stop Lamar. Here's my thing: if Buffalo can put a spy on Lamar, not a what they might. I feel like this is what Buffalo might do. They might put their regular defense in there. The only thing they might do is they might they might uh, sub a linebacker. I mean, a corner in for a linebacker so to keep a spy on Lamar Jackson. If they can do that and play defense the rest of the game, but uh, Buffalo is going to. Lights out because um, uh, if you if you guys if you noticed, uh, the reason why the reason why Baltimore won is because they stopped Derrick Henry. You know what I mean? They didn't stop the they didn't stop the offense. They stopped the run game. You know what I mean? Because that's what they live off of. So just I, I feel like if, if Baltimore, I mean, if Buffalo can stop Lamar Jackson, put a spy on him, stop Lamar Jackson, and Baltimore and Buffalo's offense keep doing what they're doing, boom, they're, they're the winner. Oh, uh, this game, this game. I like Baltimore in this game. So, Jeff Green, if you're listening, your bills will go down this week. Um, I, um, The Colts had a really good game plan. Like, the Colts should have beat Buffalo. Let's be honest. I blame that game on pure coaching because Frank Wright made a lot of decisions where I'm – he reminded me of Doug Peterson. It was like, yo, like, take the field goal here. I know I'm going to go for – I'm gonna try to uh, I'm gonna try to score a touchdown. Granted, the field goal kicker missed a lot of kicks too. I just think, like we like I said earlier, Baltimore playing with house money is dangerous. Like that's a better term for you for those of you who don't know. Like house money, like when you got nothing to lose, you can risk it all. And I think Baltimore is at that point. Um, like you said, don't get me wrong, Josh Allen is really good, but Josh Allen made a lot of throws during that game where I'm like, if he was playing against. Any anybody else, a lot of them throws would have been picked off. He would have got sacked. Um, Baltimore for Baltimore to win this game, they're gonna have to bring pressure, pressure often and pressure all the fast because you can't give Josh Allen time to like sit back and throw. I, I think that's probably gonna be a difference in the game too because Josh can sit down and just throw the ball, and Lamar is gonna try to take off. But I think this is the game where we're gonna see a Lamar Jackson that sits in the pocket and just tries to extend plays to make throws. So it's going to be kind of Russell Wilson-esque. So for that reason, I'm taking Baltimore to upset the, upset the Bills in New York. Yeah, just everybody ignore him. So um, I'm usually right in pick, though, bro. I'm usually right in these moments. Say all I'm right, not. Say I'm not. Right. You are. You are. So, all right, so for the final AFC <laughs> game, it'll be Sunday. It'll be the Cleveland Browns versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, Sean, what do you got on this game, man? I see a potential upset, though. I know everybody will probably kill me, but I can see a potential upset. Why? All right, I'll give you the keys for uh for a Cleveland win. Run the ball. If you keep the ball away from Patrick Mahomes, you have a good chance of winning. And let's think about it. What, do, what does Cleveland have? Two really good running backs, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. And then if Baker doesn't turn the ball over, which he hasn't, 
I mean, I know it's only one playoff game, and then uh, we seventeen. He hasn't really thrown the ball uh, a lot. I do think if they had Odell, that would make a major difference. Um, I'm gonna go Cleveland upsetting this. I know it's gonna kill my bracket, but I like Cleveland. I think Cleveland's playing with house money as well. So I'm taking two upsets this weekend. I'm going Cleveland. I'm not gonna lie. I was gonna say Cleveland too. The reason why I'm gonna say Cleveland, y'all, is because I feel like the Chiefs already know what it takes to win a Super Bowl. So they're gonna be really their mindset is is literally Oh, we, we're going to come in and be lenient. I really think so. Now, here's now here's my what happened. Like like Kason said, if you can keep the ball away from, if you can keep the ball away from Pat Mahomes, this this is what he mean. This is what I, I mean when he when he says that. Score points, but keep the ball away. You wait, like run the clock. You know what I'm saying? If they can time of the possession, clock, yeah, time of possession. If they can run that clock and score more points. Then the Cleveland Browns, meaning like basically when Pat Mahomes get the ball, listen, three and out. And then when the Browns get the ball, run that clock out, time of possession. Keep running the clock out, score points. Get, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? The more time you take up, the less time is, the less time Pat Mahomes is going to have to score. You know what I mean? So he's going to start making risky throws. Defense needs to start, is going to have to step up. And they're going to have to get there. One thing I really didn't see. What do you- yeah, mm-hmm. I say, what do you think the weakness of Kansas City is? The weakness of hey, Kansas is- City is is really is their I would say their run game and I will also say their uh their defense was, doesn't scare me though. No, their def- but their defense is pretty good. They got pro bowlers all across the board on, on defense. Like, you know what I mean? So I, I feel like their defense actually helped them win the championship. You know what I mean? They actually came up pretty good in that Super Bowl last year. But the thing is that what's the what's gonna happen is if you can keep Pat Mah- if you can keep the ball away from Pat Mahomes and then and then you have to get to him as well. You know what I'm saying? And keep an eye on their receivers. People keep forgetting that their receivers can they can score in a blink of an eye. You know what I mean? Like you you're gonna have to probably you're gonna have to put one over top on on uh uh Tariq Hill, then y'all really gonna have to play ball with uh Travis Kelsey, you know what I mean? And then you go, you have to let them others receive those other those other cornerbacks do their job against the other uh, receivers. Uh, so before we move on, we have we have one request one by request. Uh, Sports Rumble. So let's listen in. One Cleveland's better without Odell. Two Patrick doesn't need a whole lot of possessions to win this game. Chiefs going away. Win this game easily. Yeah, we're not saying that um, Kansas City doesn't have a chance in this game. We know they have a very explosive offense. I, I me and my co-host were saying we picked them personally because we think they could keep the ball away from them. So, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is human. Like he, he turns the he. What game did he have? Like three, four turnovers. I think it was week it's 17. Miami. No, week 16. Yeah, Miami. So, Cleveland has some dogs, especially on that defensive <laughs> defensive side of the ball. Like, let's not forget about Garrett. Um, dang, Olivier Vernon. Let, let, let's not forget about them boys. They can get after them. And then Baker's, like, if Baker has time, because think about it. I don't, I'm not sure that Kansas City has anybody that can really rush or, like, put pressure on Baker. If Baker has time, Baker can make some plays. Austin Hooper, Donovan People Jones, um, Jarvis Landry, Mr. Catch Everything Juice. Like, they got playmakers, and then they got running backs. Like we said, like, Tom understands football. He played um, the high division three football, won the championship, conference championship. So, if he's telling you, like, you know, you can keep the ball away and, and that that's the strategy, I'll go for it. I mean, I, I didn't play football, but I understand that if you keep the ball away from your opponent, same thing like basketball, if they don't score, you got a chance to win. All right, we have another request, so let's listen in. What's up, guys? Uh, who should be in the finals? Who do y'all think should be in the finals? Like, I need to know the two teams and who you think will win the finals, you know? Who will be crowned champion? What y'all think? You, are you talking finals basketball? Or the yeah, I was going to ask that. Like, you mean like the Super Bowl? <laughs> or you got the right better quick? Because I'm thinking when you say finals, my Final, I'm thinking like, basketball. <laughs> yeah. 
But if you're talking Super Bowl, I like Green Bay and Baltimore. That's who I like. Super Bowl. You know what's crazy? I like – you know what? It's crazy. I, I, I don't know. See, I like Green Bay. I do. But then you already know I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. So, you know, I like Tampa Bay and Baltimore. So, you, already, you understand? You need to go watch some Kansas City games. They can put some pressure on you. Big time pressure with that front. And like I said, Baker's better out, better off without Odell. You need to really go watch this season. He's better off without Odell, not with Odell. I mean, I don't disagree with you. I think when you have Odell, you got to, you know, force him the ball because he's a playmaker. Uh, I think that Odell kind of isn't – I wouldn't blame that on Baker. I would kind of blame that on Odell and the personality of being a star receiver. So I probably wouldn't put too much of that on Baker. And that's up to the coaching staff too. Like Tom, Tom can say can, can attest to this as well. Like that's the coach's job to like scheme up plays to get everybody involved. Um so that's what I got to say to that. I don't know if you got anything to say to that, Tom. Um, uh, wait, what was the what was the last one? Like with Baker saying he's better off without Odell. That's what you're he's, saying. He's better off with Od- Odell. I don't disagree. I just think that's the coach's job to you know scheme up to make plays. That's that's receivers. kind of again. Like you never know. You like the Browns with Odell. Yes, they're playing well right now. You know what I'm saying. They're playing extremely well. I'll give you, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little story. So, I do remember, I remember when, um, when the Seattle Seahawks were making that run to the Super Bowl, and they played so good without Percy Harvin, and a lot of people were saying that Percy Harvin, even though he's hurt, they don't need him, yada yada yada. But then when it came time to play in the Super Bowl, Percy Harvin, Percy Harvin, literally helped the helped them. Like win the Super Bowl. I mean, like he like nobody can stop Percy Harvin in the Super Bowl that year, and and like he ended up getting a Super Bowl ring. So you know what I mean. So you never know. Like even though he's not playing and they're playing extremely well, you you never know. Him playing next year might be that extra juice that they need him to get back to the Super Bowl or to back to the playoffs. You know what I mean? So that's that him them playing without Odell is really you really can't say nothing right now because like you're saying they're in the playoffs like. Like, like, so that's that's saying like, that's like saying like, say if Patrick Mahomes went eight and zero, and then he got hurt, and then Chad Haney came in and went seven and zero. Would y'all say, oh, the Chiefs play better without Patrick Mahomes? No, like you know what I mean. But moving on, so before we usually uh, before we usually end the show, what we do is um, we usually do uh. Our game balls. So who's gonna have the game balls for the divisional round? And we're, hold on, bro. Like, we gotta talk about this coaching stuff, man. Coaches getting fired left to right. We can't just end the show without addressing these coaches getting fired. Yeah, right. man. Uh, Dougie right. P got fired. All right. Before we discuss that, we have two requests. So let's listen in. My bad. Uh, Super Bowl. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Super Bowl. Who should be? You know, who should win the uh, Super Bowl? What y'all think, though? I'm taking Tampa Bay. Listen, I'm a Tampa Bay fan, so I'm going to say Tampa Bay. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I'm taking Green Bay, Baltimore. I'm taking Green Bay. I'm surprised Tom Brady even lead his team to the playoffs. Like, knowing that he's on a different team, Kansas City. Oh, no, Buccaneers, wasn't it? I forgot what team he was on. But but surprisingly, that he really carried his team through. Wait, not, not only the Patriots, but in his new team, too, which is crazy to me. First yeah, Tom, of all, you, can, you can adjust that one. First, listen, first of all, we we had a good team. We just needed a quarterback. Like that, if y'all really look at it, we like, come on, like James Winston literally went 30 for 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. That's not a really good quarterback to lead his team in the playoffs. We had the team, like I lot you know, we had the team, y'all. All we needed was a quarterback. Granted, Tom Brady decided to come to Tampa Bay. And all he did, that was the last puzzle. We just needed a good quarterback. We ended up getting a good quarterback. And look at us now, we're contenders. Like, there's really not much you can say. Like, Mike Evans already been on there. Little Cousin, uh, my Godwin already been on there. Devin White already been on there. Like, you know what I mean? Don't look, we, and then O.J. Howard was already on there. We only got a few additions. We just got Antonio Brown. We got Antonio Brown. 
uh, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, Leonard Fournette, Gronk. You know what I'm saying? Shady just if he's there, McCoy. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, Shady McCoy. I mean, just like some few pieces to be added. Like, you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't Tom, Tom Brady brought Gronk in, uh, or brought Gronk and Antonio Brown there because he felt like they could help us out. I'm saying it, people, people forget, people forget that, like, it takes a team to win a Super Bowl. Like, you know what I mean? For example, like, Cam Newton, yes, he is the main, he's the main piece of that, that 15 and 1 Carolina team. But you can't, Cam Newton can't throw the ball up in the air and he can't catch it. He needs his receivers to catch the ball, make plays, and that's what they did. You know what I'm saying? We just end up having the final piece to our puzzle. And look at it. Now 11 and 5 in the divisional round to go to the NFC Championship game. But now let's move on to the situation at hand. The um, Doug Patterson fire. I honestly, in my own opinion, I'm going to make this real quick. I don't think they should have fired him. Like, you know what I mean? I get it. I get it. He he did something crazy. The thing, the reason why I think he did get fired because he made the organization look bad. He made the players look bad. He made the organization look bad. And, you know, a lot of – and then – a lot of people, a lot of organizations, they don't want that type of publicity in their organization, so they got rid of them. That's how that's how business works. When it's when it's a virus somewhere, you got to get rid of it. And I guess he caused he caused the virus, so they got rid of him. You know what I mean? But what they really should have did was they should have just fired. They should have just traded Carson Wentz. Like I feel like like if they keep Carson Wentz there, then y'all gonna see y'all gonna keep seeing bad seasons from Philadelphia. But um. I feel like if the Philadelphia Eagles bring Lincoln Riley in, you know, Lincoln Riley played he head coach at Oklahoma, played with uh, Jalen Hurts. That would be a very – that would be very good, you know what I'm saying, have his uh, college coach there helping and guiding through an NFL season. Okay, what you got to say about this? I think the reason why they fired Doug Peterson was simple. They trying to keep Carson Wentz. And I don't blame him because they, they owe him a lot of money and it's going to be almost impossible to trade him. So I think, like, you know, they asked Carson, like, you know, what can we do to change the organization? Um, do you want Doug? And I think Carson said no, and I think that's why they moved on from Doug. Um, but we all know because we, 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 we live in the city, so we know Philadelphia has no loyalty to coaches, none whatsoever. Except for Andy Reid. Except for Andy Reid. Even Andy Reid, like, they let him go toward the end of his tenure, and then look what he's doing in Kansas City. I mean, but that's I'm saying a lot they were, we with. were Philly was loyal. To, I think Andy Reid was on, was on Philadelphia since I was before I was born. I think well, not before I was born, but like when I was like just a little kid. You know what I'm saying, barely able to walk. So I mean, like they were a lot. They were just loyal. I just feel like the team. I feel like the players there weren't loyal to Andy Reid, and they ran him out of Philly. I think that's what it was. You know, when players don't, when players start talking about their coach and stuff like that or they don't want to play, I feel like players like LaShawn McCoy, I think he ran him out of Philly. I feel like Donovan McNabb ran him out of Philly. You know what I mean? Like, I, no, I think Donovan was already gone, though. I think this – yeah, Michael Vick. Oh, yeah, Michael Vick. But I'm saying I, I just feel like like the, the, the organization ran him out. He should never left. He should still be an Eagles uh, – still be an Eagles coach. You know what I mean? But, hey. The fan base too. The fan base plays a lot of a, a lot of like what Philadelphia does as far as the decision. This is probably one of the, the the one of the cities that I know that really listens to their fan base. Like, I mean, the fan base, and I listen to a lot of sports radio here in Philadelphia. They they wanted Doug gone. I mean, this is the man that brought y'all out only Super Bowl in twenty seventeen. Granted, you can't live in the past, so maybe they made the right decision. I don't like Lincoln Riley as. As the head coach for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, I think if you you probably need somebody with a little bit more head coach experience, like uh, what's the offensive coordinator in Kansas City? I think he would you know give that offense a little bit more boost. Um, Urban Myers is a, is a name that's floating around for a lot of places. I don't think he would be a bad NFL coach. I mean, he does have to tone down as far as the dictatorship because you know. You're not dealing with 18, 18-year-old to 21-year-old men. You're dealing with men that got families, paychecks, all that type of stuff. I, I You know, it's just the name to throw around. Or uh, a lot of coordinators, too. You don't know because this is the time of season for that. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, 
So before we we have one more request, let's listen in. No, they're not trying to keep Carson. I think Carson will be on the move this season. They're going to keep Jalen. They saw too much from Jalen to keep Carson. They not Carson's going to be a movable piece. I think the writing's on the wall for that. The question is, where's he going? Yeah, but what you forget in Sports Rumble is the dead money. Like, you got to understand, it's dead money involved. Like, that's going to be a huge cap hit as far as that contract because you're still going to have to pay the man. Just because you trade him, you got to either work out a deal with the team that you traded him. Say you trade out, trade him to Indianapolis. You still have to eat some of that money, and it's not going to be a good investment. I don't think Carson is a bad quarter, quarterback. I think he probably lost some of his mojo because think about it. He watched Nick Foles win the Super Bowl. Then he watched Jalen Hurts steal his job. Like, the man is going through some psychological stuff that he has to work out. I think if he works them out, I think you have a quarterback. He proved it. He had an MVP season in 2016. So let's not just throw Carson Carson away to the curb. Like, he was having a good thing. It's hard to find a quarterback in the league. Uh, we have another question. So let's listen in. No, I didn't forget about the dead money. The dead money's not high enough, which is one of the reasons he's on the move. And no, you won't be getting Urban Meyer. Urban's family won't let that happen because they don't want him coaching. So trust me, you'll need another coach other than Urban. Uh, Look at other coaches that are already in the NFL. Urban's health problems will not make him a viable option. Okay, didn't I say Lincoln Riley? Yeah, you said Lincoln. I said Urban. You said Lincoln. I said Urban Meyer because I just threw the name out there. I was like, like I agree. I mean, with Sports Rumble as far as that, the health concerns. But he's trying to coach Jacksonville, so obviously his family is not pulling enough pull because I think they're just working out the coaching staff in Jacksonville. But I, I don't think Lincoln, Lincoln Riley would be bad though if if Jalen Hurts is the starting starting quarterback. I just don't think Philly is all in on Jalen Hurts. Because there's no reason why you pull that man out in the fourth quarter. That may be the reason why Doug got fired too. No, that probably is the that probably the main reason why he got fired. Because you don't he pulled he pulled it he pulled it out because he thought it'd be smart. You know, saying instead of just to tank and get a and get a high you know top ten draft pick. That, that was the main reason. But you gotta remember, like you said, this this organization listens to their fans the most, and it was just more than their fans that were saying bad things about. What they did, so I mean, so you you gotta look at it this way. They they probably was like, listen, we can't keep having they they don't want Philadelphia's name to go down as oh the former Super Bowl champ. I mean, to go down as oh the team that like tank to help Washington get in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying they want they want to have a good name on their shoulders. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. But at this point, that's what they are. <laughs> they're, they're the team. Because you got to hit, like, now you got to hit on that sixth pick. Like, that sixth pick has to become a superstar. If not, then you're the joke of the NFL to me. You're like, you, you're like what the Browns were to me. Because you can't just lose games and hope you get the sixth pick. You know, now, what if the Giants hit on their 11th pick or Dallas hits on the 10th pick? Eagles have a really bad draft record. I mean, Howie's still the GM. Like, they, this is the, this is the team that patched on Justin Jefferson. So, Hey, we'll see. Okay, so moving on. So for the division round, we have four games. So right now we're going to pick either uh, four four players, four teams, or you can mix it up a bit about uh, people who are not going to show up in this division round. Okay, you want to start it off? Go ahead. All right, let me start it off. The teams that will not be – that will be joining everybody else on the couch will be the Saints, the Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills and the Los Angeles Rams. They'll be joining the, the, the couch. We'll make sure it's clean. We'll make sure everybody wearing masks. Make sure everybody is safe. Um, I don't think Josh Allen shows up. I think the Saints fold in this game. I, the writing is on the wall. I mean, there's not going to be as much upset as I pick. And I'll probably change it. But I know for, for a fact the Saints won't show up. And then that Chiefs Brown game, I keep looking at it and I keep thinking the Browns have what it do, what it uh, a lot to, to take them out. 
Uh, but you know, the Rams and Bills will definitely be joining everybody else on the comfortable stereo playoff couch. So those are my picks. All right. So number one, I feel like people are not going to show up. Uh, I'm gonna go with Drew Brees. I'm gonna go with Drew Brees. I feel like he's not going to show up this game. Uh, the reason why I just feel like like he just he hasn't been the same Drew Brees. I feel like he just he's not going to show up, guys. So number. Number two, I feel like the I can't remember to say this. I feel like um I feel like the Kansas City defense won't show up in this game. Uh, I, I know people are like, what time? But listen, I, and once the Baltimore Ravens offense uh, gets it going, they're hard to stop. It's almost like they're they're that team that you don't even notice that they're moving down the field until they get in the end zone. Uh, number three, I feel as though the Los Angeles Rams, they're finally going somebody they're finally gonna get shutting up. I feel like they're like uh I feel like last week, you know, when it comes to games like that, Seahawks versus Rams, they always been a, a, a slugfest. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like uh, Green Bay is literally gonna knock him out in one round. So um like that team is the Rams is not gonna show up. Uh and number four, hmm, I feel I can't be able to say this. Lamar Jackson is not going to show up this game. I know y'all. I know because you probably looking at him like I can't believe this man just said that. But <laughs> I, I, I kind of feel like yeah, he's playing great right now. But listen, he could, he could, he, listen. I'm throw the ball, but you gotta remember that man is also he uses his feet a lot. If I if y'all stop him from using his feet and throwing the ball, I guarantee you, Baltimore is not going to win the game. So there you guys have it. There are our game balls and players that we're not going to show up. So usually at the end of a show, we usually give our social medias out. So if you guys want to follow me on social media, all you guys have to do is type in Tom Godwin. It's not good when there's no silent O. It's G-O-D-W-I-N. Follow me on all social media, Tom Godwin, and I'll follow back in a heartbeat. Okay. Yeah, you guys can follow me at NK We Trust. That's N-K-I-N-K-A-Y underscore We Trust. Instagram, Twitter. You can just follow me on Facebook with my name. That's on that app. Uh, if you missed any part of this podcast, it will be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts very shortly. It takes me about like an hour to download it. So you want to take a look at what we said, disagree with anything, DM us about anything, listen to the podcast, listen to our picks. You'll definitely win some money. Um, are you good for Saturday or no? Uh, I should be. Uh, what you We'll talk about that after the show. All right, most definitely. So, I mean, appreciate everybody listening out. If you're new to this, you know, follow that Sports on Stereo hashtag. Trying to get to a 1,000, so do that for us, man. Appreciate the Sports on Stereo family for listening. And anybody that's new, appreciate you all for listening as well. Um, You know, hit us up. You know, we here. We talk sports. We talk football. So, appreciate everybody listening. All right, guys. Have a good one.